Welcome to Catechesis, a digital outreach of First Presbyterian Church of LaGrange. Catechesis is Greek for teaching. That's precisely what we will do with this podcast. Take Christians back to their roots through spoken word and study. Here's your host, Pastor James Goodlett. Hi, this is Jan Stewart Tolbert speaking to you today. I'm one of the pastors of First Presbyterian Church in LaGrange, Georgia, and this podcast is catechesis. Catechesis is a Greek word that means teaching, learning, and for learning by word and speaking the word. So I'm glad that you've tuned in to the podcast today, and I hope it will be meaningful to you. What I'm going to talk about is this coming Sunday's lectionary passage, the gospel passage particularly. We are at the end of year B in the revised common lectionary, for those of you who keep up with things like that. And at the end of the year, we celebrate something called Christ the King Sunday or Reign of Christ Sunday. It's also the 26th Sunday after Pentecost, but this ends the church year beginning with a new church year of year C, uh, the following Sunday, which is, will be the first Sunday of Advent as we prepare to celebrate uh, the birth of Christ again this year. The gospel lesson for the reign of Christ Sunday is a text from John's gospel, the 18th chapter, verses 33 through 37. It's a text that we probably are most familiar with hearing during Holy Week, leading up to Easter. It's not one that we might think of as being an appropriate Christ the King text, but here it is. This is what it says. Then Pilate entered the headquarters again, summoned Jesus, and asked him, Are you the King of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you ask this on your own, or did others tell you about me? Pilate replied, I am not a Jew, am I? Your own nation and the chief priest have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not from this world. If my kingdom were from this world, my followers would be fighting to keep me from being handed over. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here. Pilate asked him, So, you are a king. Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. Here ends the reading. The Pilate uh, character in this story is none other than Pontius Pilate, who was the governor of Judea at this time. The emperor would have been Tiberius. So Pilate certainly understood that king was a freighted word. It was a political term, and it implied earthly power and earthly resources. Jesus also understood the term king, but he also saw a kingdom that was not of this world, but a kingdom for which he had been born to reign, his father's kingdom. Jesus says at other times in Scripture, In his very presence, the kingdom has now come near to you. This past election year, 2020, was no doubt one of the most contentious 
election cycles that I've ever lived through, and I've lived through a few of them. But after all was said and done and the dust was beginning to settle, I noticed a political signs that started going up in, in different people's front yards. It was a red, white, and blue sign that was kind of stuck down into the ground. And the candidate that it named was Jesus. Jesus in 2021 is what the sign would say. I was really struck by those those political signs. I mean, I think I understood some of the impulse that caused them to be created and certainly the reason that people would post them in their yards. I think after such a contentious election season, there had become a, a real awakening to the truth that Jesus needed to be enthroned in this nation, that our speech needed to be more civil, and that we needed to just uh, be a different, a different kind of people, a more Christ-like people. But what I also thought about that impulse to display a sign, Jesus in 2021, was I, I began to kind of think, I wonder what Jesus would have said in his campaign speeches. I wonder what they would have sounded like. Something like this is what I imagine. Elect me. And I will truly bless the poor. Or elect me, and I will defund the military and spend it all on agriculture so that swords will finally truly be turned into plowshares. And, you know, Jesus might also campaign on a a platform of breaking down every border, every barrier. And every wall. You see what I mean? There is simply no way, no way that the Jesus we meet in Scripture could be elected to any office. But I think the impulse is right to think about enthroning Christ as King of our lives. And when that throne room enters every human heart, then things will change, and life could be different in this nation and across the world. To talk about Christ as king, this kind of also implies a different kind of relationship than some of the ways that we might speak of Jesus. To speak of Christ as the king of a heavenly kingdom means that we are subjects of that king means that we have been made into a people. And sometimes I think for us, particularly Western Christians, it's the notion of kings and kingdoms is a real foreign concept. It's kind of sometimes hard to, to wrap your head around what that looks like. We think it's easier for us to think of, of Jesus as a kindly friend or as a benevolent leader, as a CEO, or as a, maybe as our buddy. But a king? But I think that this season in the church year is important for us to remember the relationship that we have with Christ the King and what that implies when we use that title. To say that Christ is King is to name ourselves as subjects. The heart of the relationship being our dependence, our total and utter dependence on a ruler who holds our lives in his hands. We don't 
choose a king the way we elect a president or hire a CEO or contract with a, a therapist. We are Christ people. We share the same table. We eat the same Eucharistic foods. We share the same story of faith. And we stake our very lives on the same hopes. Here at the end of another church year, we come to the throne room to exalt and worship and name him our king and name ourselves his people. After another year of living our lives, another year of baptizing babies and burying our dead and marrying and divorcing and struggling and thriving, we can bring all of that and lay it at the feet of the one who has been enthroned, giving thanks that we are a people who are ruled in love and justice and mercy. Thanks be to God for that. Thanks for joining us this week at Catechesis. Be sure to follow along on our websites, lewisandbroad.org and fpclagrange.org. See you next week.